You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Emma Sasek's interview with the star from Empire of Light, Michael Ward. Phil, this is just static frames with darkness in between. There's a little flaw in your optic nerve. So if I run the film at 24 frames per second, it creates an illusion of motion. An illusion of life. So you don't see the darkness. Out there, I just see a beam of light. Nothing happens without light. Okay, Michael, it is a pleasure, as I just said, to be able to chat with you for the next Best Picture podcast. Um, it's been exciting to see everything that this film has achieved so far. I'm sure for you, too, being behind all of it, how have these last few weeks and months been? I mean, these last few weeks and months have been absolutely amazing first and foremost um very busy very um i say inspirational you know being able to be around all the amazing um talent again and people and also just very man i can't think of the word but it's 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 really showed me how much more i want to be able to do what i want to do you get i'm trying to say to you that to be able to travel with this film has been amazing like yeah i'm saying i got to go to this place called middleburg which i've never heard of before <laughs> i got to banner um you know places that i just never really thought about but when i went there they were amazing and the people received the film well and you just know that loads of different kind of people are getting to see the film so i think it's truly truly been a blessing to be involved in this sometimes it's incredible what one opportunity can lead to i mean the doors that it can open the relationships you can form from it yeah definitely man um and that's what's crazy you know about like going to all of these places you know it's like you meet all of these amazing people you know only because you just done it because you just done this film with obviously all these amazing people and um you know and then they take you in like they like they've known you for a long time and, and they treat you so amazing and they treat you like you know, how you feel like you should be treated. And also as well, they just show you a lot of love and, and they receive a lot of love from me because I'm just happy that they love the work that I'm being able to put out, you know, and that they're getting to see it um, and have an opinion about it and be able to react to it. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super, I feel super, super blessed to be involved with, with like, you know, the, this part of the process as well. I'm so happy for you because I I really loved seeing you in this film and all that you and Olivia accomplished on screen in honestly like an hour and a half, two hour film. I don't know. I can't remember how long it was, but it just felt like you two had known each other for eternity. Before all of that even happened, how did this script get to you and what were some of your initial thoughts? I, I, I believe... Um... Like, you know, the early stages was when one of my agents, Beho, he read it and then he called me. He was like, hey, I can't get you out of my head for this character that I saw. And I was like, oh, man, like, I've got to read it. And then, you know, <laughs> lo and behold, 
a couple of days, I think max later. And I love the script. I love the character. I love the possibility of working with Sam Mendes and Olivia Coleman and Roger Deakins. That's all I knew that was involved at the time. You know what I mean? And for me to represent a black character like this, especially in this climate, you know, that just has just that just kind of breathes positivity and hope and lightness, you know, and, and that's not doesn't allow himself to kind of be defined by his circumstances, you know, he just cracks on and just wants to do positive things. I thought it was just so beautiful and it was so evident in the early um, screenplays, well, the early screenplay, which didn't really change much, but you know what I mean? It was, it felt so good. And, you know, like when I went in for the meeting with Sam, it was so beautiful because he just made me feel so a part of the process. And I'm thinking, yo, like, I'm just this new little actor and Sam's talking to me like, you know, that like I'm a creative genius as well. Like he really valued my opinion, um, which I felt like was super special. And I, you know, when when I went through that process, I was like, no, nah, I need to work with this guy. I need to work with this guy. Because I feel like I learned so much um, and, you know, feel like I belonged, which was such a beautiful feeling. And then, yeah, kind of from there, was able to get a recall, um, which was nice. And then, you know, had the last stage, which was supposed to be a chemistry read. But we, because it was still like, you know, it weren't in the heights of COVID, but it was still, COVID was very present, you know what I mean? Um, which was like, this was like last year, I think maybe May-ish. And we couldn't get a chemistry between me and Olivia because we were both flying and doing different projects. And, you know, it just wasn't able to like um, line up. So I was really upset about that. And then Sam got me in like a, basically for another recall without the chemistry and we read again. And then from there, went to Rome to go film my movie. And he called me while I was there and said, do you want to do, do the role? And I screamed like a, <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> yes, of course I want to do the film. <laughs> probably the easiest question that you've ever been given in your life. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. I literally remember it like it was yesterday because I was looking out across this view of Rome. and It just looks so, like it's one of my favorite views that I've, I've, I've ever witnessed and then Sam called me like I just got back from playing football um, and it was just, it was just beautiful man it was like it was literally like a movie and you know um, it felt like a dream literally come true and it, yeah it was just a special special feeling you and Sam need to now team up to make that film <laughs> yeah. being in Rome getting that one call you've been waiting for yeah nice it's, it's insane man because um, the thing is with Sam He's like so in tune with people as well. Um, so even with that being said, those are the kind of stories that he he, he does, man. So yeah, I, I definitely want to work with him again. I'd say, you know, obviously um, if I have a good opportunity and I can't wait to be able to, you know, do another story with him if, it, if the opportunity ever presents itself. Absolutely. When you were finally, you know, given the green light to be in the film, to play this character. How did you, I guess, personally want to tackle everything that your character goes through in terms of dealing with these racial tensions in 1980s England, the different uh, discrimination that your character faced in terms of the architectural school, for example, or just walking down the street and coming across such violence? I think for me, um, you know, my approach is always to just make it feel as authentic and be as authentic and as real as possible, you know, because 
I, I want when you watch something that I do, you know, you're like, yeah, I know a person like this. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it doesn't ever feel like a caricature of a person that you know. It's always that, like, you know, rooted in realness and authenticity. So that was kind of my approach. You know, I wanted to understand what it was like for a black man to walk in the 80s. Obviously, I'm black, but I'm from the 80s, and that experience would have been totally different. The same like if you were black, from the eighties, you know, it's, you know, very, of course, there's so many similarities, but it's not, it's not the same as being a black man in slavery. Do you know I'm trying to say to you, it's completely different walks of life. Um, so I just really wanted to understand what that felt like. So I was, I was lucky enough to have an acting coach, Gary Nurse, who was pretty much around the same age as Stephen at that time, and also as well, uh, a, you know, the experience of a black man in that time being in London and being on the southeast coast of England would have been different. But the closest thing you're going to get to that is probably, um, you know, someone that walked in, there was a black man in the 80s. So I feel like that was, um, that that was really special to have him, um, you know, and asking, be able to ask him questions like, how would you have felt like, you know, what was that like? And I remember him saying, it's like, you know, especially in London, he, he, he never ever felt like him, he, you know, I could go to the shop now, I'm not thinking, yeah, I'm going to get into a fight with a white guy because of the color of my skin or get into a fight or anything for that matter. You know what I'm saying? But like Gary really felt like, you know, back then, it's like, you got to be prepared for it. And that was something that I noted. I was like, raw, that, like, you know, that's crazy. Although I feel like, you know, you see that kind of situation happen in Empire of Light. But I just felt like, you know, I take that information in and I'm like, cool, that makes sense. But, you know, with Stephen living in the southeast coast of England, maybe it's not all the time, but maybe when he sees a group of guys, not necessarily just a white guy or something crossing the road, He's got, he's got, he'll feel a bit more threatened. You feel what I'm saying? Which is, um, yeah, like this was all things that I had to process. But it's all just to be as authentic as real as possible to understand how it feels for someone else that actually went through that situation. And I was lucky, lucky enough to have that. Even in terms of the architecture stuff as well, I was also very lucky because the head of um, costume design, Alex Byrne, who's done so much, so much amazing work and who's amazingly talented as well, she actually studied architecture at Bristol, which is where Stephen goes on to, to go study. <laughs> um, Sam did not do that deliberately, I'm sure. But um, she was like basically telling me that she went on to do that stuff. So I remember I used to just like, you know, pick her brain a lot about, you know, why she wanted to do it and stuff like that. And, you know, what the courses were like and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Even before going to college and, you know what I mean? Just really understanding what that, situation would have been like and that really really helped me to develop what this character and my idea of um Stephen would be just something that I really loved about this film was how it captured these cinema employees doing their job interacting with each other and you know it brings back a lot of memories for myself anytime that I have gone to a movie theater especially as a child um and then just like some odd jobs that I've worked before college and the people that I met through doing that did that do the same thing for you or did you think of like this random job that I worked at at a restaurant or at a movie theater and employees that you were there with I didn't really have many jobs I had two um, I used to work as a steward, you know, people that kind of show you to your seats in the, in the um, you know, stadiums and like, arenas and stuff like that. I used to do that. And I also used to um, work in a bet, a bookies in, in London. I know you guys don't really have that in America, but that's, those were my, my two jobs that I really done. And obviously I used to work in my auntie's restaurant for a little bit as well, but not like, you know, it wasn't intense because it was family. <laughs> um, but 
I, I, I remember when, you know, because obviously the, the employees in um, Empire of Light, they're quite, you know, they're all quite unique. You know what I mean? They're quite unique people, like in terms of bodies, in terms of how they are as people and stuff like that. And I really had to think about, you know, the, all the people that I'd worked with that were quite strange, but also fun to be around. You know what I mean? Because they're not necessarily people that I'll, I'll genuinely chill with, but at work, I'd, I'd still cling to those people. Um, best friends at work. <laughs> and it, it does make you think of that. And it does make you just feel like, you know, what I was saying to, I had a meeting earlier with this director and I was just saying to him like, what, what I love um, about Empire of Light the most is, you know, the importance it shows you of human connection and connecting with people that you connect with no matter what, no matter who they are or what they are, you know what I'm trying to say? You just connect. And I feel like there's such importance in that because, like, you know, people will be chilling, for example, you know, chilling with people because they both love football. But outside of football, there's nothing really under the surface, you know what I'm saying? Rather than genuinely chilling with people that they get along with and and stuff like that. I feel like there's so much beauty in that that we we, we tend to forget. So, yeah, man, I feel like Empire that really emphasises that and, and it really... You know, speaking about it today just really made me realise I'm part of something that, you know, really kind of echoes the importance of human connection, which we hardly had in COVID, you know, which makes it even a lot deeper. And, um, you know, obviously from top to bottom, this film is just filled with incredible people, um, specifically with your cast members. What was it like working with Olivia Coleman, with Toby, just all of these phenoms in film and you get to say you are part of them too <laughs> yeah man I mean it was an amazing experience you know getting to see everyone's kind of process because that's the thing for me I don't have a process per se you know I'm just trying to I'm just trying to do what I think is right for the character you know so I was lucky to have a, um, an acting coach on this one um, that like I said you know that really kind of had a lot of similar heart to Stephen which was fun but, you know, I don't have a process. I don't really know things like in terms of, you know, characterize it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, a lot of what I do is instinctive. So to see Olivia literally just work off instinct was so refreshing to me because I was thinking, oh, I'm not doing enough. Um, you know, sometimes like, you know, I, I can be doing so much more and things like that, putting myself under pressure. And then Olivia just comes, you're not really, um, you know, like kind of getting, thinking too much about the character. She just tries to, be as real in that moment as possible. And I feel like there's so much power in that, you know, and, and it's different when you see Toby work who, you know, just wants to make sure the words are right so that he's able to go wherever he wants with the words once the words are right, you know what I mean? So that it all has to make sense. And there's always, you know, there's also a middle in that. And I feel like that's the, that's the area that I kind of like want to work in, you know what I mean? I want to make sure that I really understand what it is that I'm saying, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, and obviously, yeah, when the the right when the right is great, you know, it, it does that for you. But sometimes when you find a character and now you understand who that is and you want to kind of implement that onto the words that have been that that are written, you know, um, you can always add value to that to those things, you know, which I think is super important. Obviously, since the film ends with such a dramatic moment from Olivia with her sobbing her eyes out at this movie, I thought that that would be a very fair question to ask you to end our interview. What yes. film or films have moved you to tears and brought about that type of reaction? Oh, 
I gotta go instinctive, like I say. I've said this recently as well, but I, I think the last the movie I can remember the most of recent is um this movie Only the Brave. Uh, it's a, a film by Joe Kaczynski about these firefighters that are like, you know, it's it's kind of like it's essentially a war film, um, but instead of war against that, like, you know like battles and stuff like that it's a, it's kind of like a battalion sorry it's more about a war against nature so they're like they're like, they're wildfire firefighters mm-hmm. and you know there's a part there's a you know not to ruin it for anyone but you know near the end miles teller goes into this like auditorium and he, like you know a lot of that the firefighters families and that are there and then he literally just can't be in there and i just really felt like no it was it was, it was so heartbreaking man but yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I truly love that film. I have to check that out now. I actually haven't seen that movie. Yes. <laughs> Michael, I just want to thank you so much for your time. It was such a pleasure to chat with you and, and learn more about this great film. Thank you. Thank you so much. And best of luck to you. I'm sure that many, many more wonderful opportunities are on your way. I hope so. I hope so, man. Just timing. Timing for sure. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Emma Sassick's interview with the star from Empire of Light, Michael Ward, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Empire of Light is currently playing in theaters from Searchlight Pictures. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.